The thing we're discussing was a person was allowed to go through a river up to his neck if he was going to do it for any other thing except bathing. And we said as long as you don't pick up your cloak, this way you're carrying the cloak or whatever you're wearing, your shirt. And then we asked a question, it sounds like even on hall, even on a weekday, now you don't keep or you're not a walk through a river that's that high because it's dangerous, it's a sakana. And we brought that uh, famous Epsukim in Yechezkel with the water on different levels and when you're allowed to go and you're not allowed to go. And we said depends what type of water. If it's rushing water, it's a problem. If it's regular calm water, it's allowed. And once we got Hol and Yom Kippur, we are now starting Ayin Het Amud Aleph, 10 lines in, after the parentheses where it says, Tinah Yom Kippurim Deleka Min'al, Shabbat. Now let's talk about Shabbat. Regular Shabbat, Deika Min'al, you have regular leather shoes. My, are you allowed to walk through that uh, river or not? Are we worried that uh, the shoes will fall off and you come to carry it? I saw that Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi got to a place where they had to go through a river. And they went with their shoes on while they're wearing their shoes. You see, it's mutar. Okay, now we got shoes, regular shoes. However, sandal that comes. Uh, what about the regular uh, slipper that comes off very easily? Michael and Mar is allowed or not? So Amar Rehumi and Hazitel Ravina de Abba de Malbush. Rehumi said, "I saw Ravina walking with his sandal, his slippers. There Malbush, while he was wearing, he was going through the river." And Rav Asher argues on Rehumi and says, "Amar sandal echatilalo. Your person shouldn't walk with his sandals or slippers on uh, Shabbat through the river because they might fall and you might have to break it up." Resh Galutai called the Hagroniya. Resh Galutai went to Hagroniya, the bear of Natan, to the house of Rav Natan for Shabbat. And he gave it a shot there. And Rav Afram, the Chulu, Rabbanan, to the Prekan, Afram, and uh, all the rabbis came to the Drasha of Resh Galutai. Rabbina Lohata. Rabbina didn't come. The Mahar Ba'ir Afram, the Pokil, Rabbina Midate, the Resh Galutai. The next day, Rafram wanted to make sure that Rish Kaluta was not makpid on Ravina. I wasn't angry at him. And Amar Le and Rafram told Rabina in front of Rish Kaluta, Why don't you come to the class yesterday? Amar Le, so Rabina said, My feet were hurting me. So Rafram told him, You should have worn other shoes and come. So Rabina told him, The pain was on the back of my leg and I couldn't even put, it, uh, put on the shoes. So Rafram told me, You should wear bigger shoes. So Rafram told him, But there was a river in, in, on the way, and I would have to go through it with a big shoe. So Rafram told him, Yeah, you could have wore that shoe and walked right through. You don't hold like Rav Hashem. You shouldn't walk through, through a river with a sandal on like a and now the Gemara is going to continue about bathing on Yom Kippur. Tani A person cannot sit on the liquidy, muddy dirt on Yom Kippur because sometimes it's cold uh, and uh, it's hot outside and the, the mud is cold and it's going to give you a ta'anug of bathing. That's if it's very liquidy. It has to be so wet that if you touch it, it makes uh, something else wet. It's not just wet, it can make other things wet also. You're allowed to put cold fruit on you to make yourself cold on Yom Kippur, you just you're not allowed to bathe yourself. 
Rav Yehuda mitztanen bekara. Rav Yehuda would make himself cold using a pumpkin. Rabba mitztanen binuka. And Rabba would use a baby who's cold. Rabba mitzanen bekasadech aspa. Rabba would use a silver cup. Amar of Papa. Rav Papa said you can't learn from Rabba to use a silver cup. Kasadech aspa male asur. If it's a cup full of cold water, that's asur. It might pour on you and you'll enjoy it. However, haser sharif. The cup is missing. It's mutar. De parha. If it's made of earthenware, heres, idi v'idi asur, full or empty, it's asur mishum, de mishal shahil, because earthenware has water absorbed in the walls of the cup, and it's going to come out, it's going to be spit out when it's on your body. So you're always worried that you're going to have benefit from bathing. And Rav Ashe Amar Kasa de Chaspa Hasenam Yasur. If it's a silver cup that is half empty, it's also a sur mishum de mizarev. Sometimes it will spill on you. The only heter is when it's completely empty. Ze'ira barhama ushpi zechanin de rabi ami verabi asi verabi shaben revi udchulaura banan de kesari hava. Meaning, Zaira Barhama was the host for Rabbi Amir, Rabbi Asir, Rabbi Yashab and Levi, all the rabbis of Kesari. They all would come visit him. And Amar le, the Rav Yosef, the Rabbi Yashab and Levi. And Zaira told Rabbi Yosef, the son of Rabbi Yashab and Levi, Barariah, son of a, of a lion, son of Adam Gadol, Ta'em Allah miltad me'alietad de'ava avid avuch. Come, let me tell you something special your father did. Mitpachat ayallu bi'arav yom kippurim b'shorayot ha'bimayim. He had a handkerchief on Yom Kippur that he would fill with water. He would squeeze it until it, there's no more water coming out. So it's almost like it's dry. And even though it's still a little bit uh, soggy, he would still wash his hands and feet and face with it uh, because that little bit of wetness is not a sur when it comes to bathing. And he wouldn't squeeze. He would uh, soak it in water and not squeeze. And the next day he would put it over his eyes. They would bring him a handkerchief. He would soak it in water, wouldn't squeeze it. Put it under his head. And the next day he would wash his face, hands and feet. On Erev Yom Kippur, they would bring him a handkerchief, he would soak in water, he would squeeze it until it looks like it's dry, even though it's still a little bit wet. The next day, he would put it over his eyes. And didn't you say the opposite? That Erev Yom Kippur, he wouldn't squeeze, and Erev Tisha B'Av, he would squeeze. And we asked you a question that he has to squeeze on Yom Kippurim, so you won't come to squeeze on Yom Kippur. Meaning, halakha uh, is the same, just the order that what happened was different. Now, we're going to ask one question, and from that one question, we're going to go back to our Anyan of Na'ilat Sandal. So there, there is a halakha that in order for a hacham to give psak halakha, the wounds of a bechor. Is it a bechor? Is it a wound? The hundred percent, and now it's not a bechor anymore. It's not kadosh anymore. It goes out to be free, 
or is it a mum that uh, passes and it'll get healed or is it not mum bichlal and it's 100% you have to give it to the Kohen you need a you need a semicha this is one of the few areas where you actually need semicha you need semicha from the nasi in order to uh, to be able to give this psak alakha so amar of menashia bar tahlifa amar of amram amar of barahana sha'alu et ribil azad et ribil azad zaken veyoshev beshiva you have a Zaken elder rabbi sitting in Sanhedrin, huge Tamil Hakam. Tsarikh li tol reshut lehatir bechorot, oyenot tsarikh. Does he need permission to give a psak alakha legabe bechorot or not? And the Gemara explains the question. My kami ba'alehu, what's the question? Hachi kami ba'alehu, this is the question. Kihade amarav idi barabin, lakarav idi barabin explain. Davar zeheni hulahem lebenesi'a kedeli digader bo tsarikh li tol reshut. Is this one of those psakim where we left an area of kavod for the nasi's house meaning that no matter who you are you still need permission from the nasi and that's how we show hashivu to the nasi's family or dilma or maybe or maybe since listen at the end of the day he's a sanhedrin rabbi he doesn't need permission so what is this? So Amad Rabbi Tzadok ben Haluka al Raglav Amar. So Rabbi Tzadok got up and said, "Ani raiti Rabbi Yosi ben Zimra. I saw Rabbi Yosi ben Zimra. Shezaken v'shev b'shivaya. He was in the Sanhedrin. Ve'amad be'malam is kenosh alze. And he pointed to the nasiat in his generation. He said, and he stood in front of the grandfather of this nasi. Ve'natal reshut latir bechorot. And he asked for permission to uh, be, to give a psak on bechorot. So you see, even though he's zaken yoshev v'hora, he's sitting in Sanhedrin. Still, he needs permission." So Amalir Biabar Biabatul Ritzadok Lokahayamasi. That wasn't the Maase with Rabbi Yossi Ben Zimra. Elakahayamasi. This was the story. Rabbi Yossi Ben Zimra Kohenaya. He was a Kohen. And the problem is Kohanim, they're always Hashud, they're always suspected of giving Heterim on the wounds of a Bechor because uh, today you have to watch this animal until it gets hurt. There's no Bet Migdash, there's no Yerushalayim going up and eating Bechorot. So you're stuck with this animal until it gets a wound. So we're always worried that the uh, Kohen just wanting to eat it is going to give a uh, heter. So we're worried with Rabbi Yossi ben Zimra. And here's the question. Do we say that halachas like Rabbi Meir, it doesn't make a difference who you are if you're suspected on uh, halakha, meaning we're worried that you might be lenient. There, you don't judge, you don't testify on it. And the same thing with Rabbi Yossi ben Zimra, he's a Kohen. If he's suspected on a certain halakha, he could uh, judge for someone else, but he can't judge for himself. And that's why he went to the, the Nasi and he told him that you're allowed to give a psak for someone else, you're on the Gabebechorot, even though you're a Kohen. But we still don't have pr- uh, proof that if a zaken, Yosheb Horaf, a zaken in Sanhedrin needs a semicha from the Nasi in regards to Heter Bechorot or not. And while you're at it, the two kami they also ask, Rebila Azar, Maulatset Besandashel Sha'am, you let her walk out with the sandal of cork, Beyoma Kipurim. Meaning, is it dafka, leather shoes, or any shoes? Amar bi Yitzchak ben Nachman. Yaul aglav ve'amar bi Yitzchak ben Nachman. He got up and said, "Ani ra'iti Rabbi Yisrael ben Levi sheatzav sandal shel shav em kipurim." I saw Rabbi Yisrael ben Levi walk out with a sandal made of cork. Ve'amina le'na yestem b'ta'anit sibur, 
my what would be the halacha in a tani tzibur? Let's say it didn't rain for a, uh, for a couple of months. It already got the kislev. Nothing happened, and we have to fast, and we're making everyone fast. Are you allowed to wear that on a, uh, on a tani tzibur or not? And amali loshana doesn't make a difference. There's no isur. And the only isur is leather. And Amar Baba Hana, Anira Iti at Rabbi Lazar, the mini neveshi at Sabbath, Sandal Shalsham, at Anitzibur. I saw Rabbi Lazar walk out with his cork sandal on the Anitzibur. And I asked him, What's the halacha like a Bayam Kippur? And Amar Li Loshana. Doesn't make a difference. Rabbi Uda Nafik Bidhitani. Rabbi Uda walked out with uh, reed uh, shoes. Abaye Nafik Bidhutse. Uh, Abaye walked out with shoes made of the palm fiber. Rabban Afik he walked out with types of grass. Uh, some say it's palm leaves. And Rabbah Huna walked out, he wrapped his feet with the scarves and he walked out on Yom Kippur. So the Gemara understood up until now, anything that protects your feet, uh, that's, uh, that's not leather, you're allowed to wear on Yom Kippur. So Mativ Rameh Bar Hama. Rameh Bar Hama has a, uh, has a question. He brings a Braita. Hakitea, an amputee, Yotze Bakavishelo, is allowed to walk out with a prosthetic leg. And what exactly are we talking about? How does it look like? You could uh, look at uh, Tosafot. Tosafot uh, goes into it in which situation and how does it look like. But either way, you're allowed to walk out with it on Shabbat. Tereshut Rabim, the very Bimir. Verebi is Oser because. Rabbi Meir holds it's a shoe, it protects his feet, and therefore you're allowed to wear it. And Rabbi Yossi says, at the end of the day, it's not a shoe for everyone, it's not a shoe, and therefore you're not allowed to walk out the Rishut Rabim. But we said, Everyone agreed, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yossi agreed that it's a na'al, na'ilata sandal, and it's a sur to walk out with it on Yom Kippur. So you see, something that is a shoe, even if it's not a leather shoe, it's still a sur to walk out on Yom Kippur. So Amar Abayeh, no, Hatam over there, the reason you can't walk out with this prosthetic leg is because it has rags over there to protect his feet. And he's having a ta'anug, he's having enjoyment, and therefore you can't put on this prosthetic leg. So Amar Le asked the question, wait a second. Let's say it's not a shoe, right? Ketitin mashvele mana, putting uh, rags over there makes it a shoe, makes it a, a, a clothing, all of a sudden makes it a naal that's a sur. Ve'od, and question number two, kota anuk delav minalu beyom kipurim yasur? You're telling me uh, he's having enjoyment out of it. Who said that enjoyment is not allowed on Yom Kippur, period? There's the five in the Torah, and that's it. He wrapped uh, clothing around, uh, scarves around his feet, and he walked out. That was a benefit. And here's question number three. The sefer of that brayta said, that if this prosthetic leg has a, an area where it can hold rags, like a spoon area on the prosthetic leg where you, put, where the, I guess the, the, the amputee puts his knee. Uh, then it sounds like the resha we're talking about a situation where it doesn't have rags in it you have to say according to Bimi and BOC it's a shoe you're allowed to walk out with it is as follows more Savarabi Yossi, who's Osir, he holds Gazir and Dilma Mishtemet. I'm always worried he's going to fall from his leg. Vatel to Yarbamot, he's going to come carry it for Amot. 
allowed it, held logazin, we're not worried it's going to fall off your foot and you're not going to come to carry, we're not the hoshesh and all that. Now, the Gemara is going to bring a braita about the five inuim of Yom Kippur that get bad children. Children are allowed all these inuim of Yom Kippur, they can't put on leather shoes. So like my asks my what's the reason they can't wear on leather shoes? Because they're gonna say so an, an older person put it on for him and uh, therefore he gave, he made him do something asur. But all the other four, right? He's gonna say someone uh, did it for him, someone fed him, someone bathed him, someone put oil on him. So like my answer is not. People always say that oh he took a bath yesterday. He uh, his mother put the oil on him yesterday. You could also say with the leather shoe that uh, someone put on the leather shoe from yesterday. No one puts on the shoe from yesterday. A person who wants to taste the taste of death. Go to sleep with your shoes on. So you see, no one sleeps with their shoes on, so you can't bring that proof. But the man says, okay, then, okay, we're not going to get uh, so technical. Let's just look at the, the, the language of the Braita. It's a mutarin bechulan. It sounds like lechatchila, they're mutar. So I could, they could put on that leather shoe, lechatchila. Ela, you have to explain. Hanach de lav if it has nothing to do with their growing, then hakamim or gozer, okay, don't put on leather shoes. Okay, uh, if it has not, uh, feeding them not kosher food, uh, there's no need for it. You can feed them something kosher, hakamim or gozer. However, hanach derbitayuhu, if something has to do with their growth, lo hakamim or not gozer. Therefore, you're allowed to feed them regular food on Yom Kippur. And now, what's the story when it comes to bathing? My mother told me the way a child grows, he gotta wash his, uh, wash him every day. You gotta put oil on him, and since that's part of his growth, you're allowed to do it on Yom Kippur for this child. Now, Gadal Purta. Once, uh, one, now Abaye is continuing in the name of his mother. Once that child grows a little bit, feed him egg with kutaha dairy dip. Gadal Purta grew a little bit more. Feeding him doesn't become as important. Rather, tabure mane. You gotta let him break stuff. You gotta let him break uh, kelim. Raba would buy these broken shards of earthenware of heres, so they could break it whenever they get angry. Rather than fight with each other, they just broke the heres. Now, going back to the Mishnah, who's our Mishnah like? Who said the name in the name of Rabbi Eliezer? They should wash their face. Hayya, a lady who just gave birth, lotin alta sandal, she not put on leather shoes. And Rabbi Hanan ben Teradion, Omer Mishum Rabbi Eliezer, hayatin alta sandal, she should put on the leather shoes. My tama. What's uh, what's Rabbi Lazar's reason? A king has to be seen beautiful every single day. What's the reason we or lenient for her to wash her face? She just got married. We don't want her to look ugly for her husband. And Amar What's considered a kala? How long is that? Like we said, we in a case of an avila. 
we let her wear her uh, jewelry and everything she needs for the first 30 days. Hayat, you know, all the sandal, Mishum and Sina. And here's another deen. A lady who just gave birth could put on the leather shoes because it's cold and that's already dangerous. Amar Shemuel, mutar. If we're worried about uh, scorpions around the area, then everyone's allowed to wear leather shoes because the hachamim were not gozer in that type of situation. They were only gozer when you're having it for enjoyment, benefit. But if uh, there's a real danger with, uh, with uh, let's say, scorpions or things that are biting, then you're allowed to wear leather shoes. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.